Welcome to the Creating Lab podcast, where each week we'll take the valuable lessons of Stoicism and apply them to our fitness journey. This week we talk about what to do in a world without proper equipment. I have often been asked how I can get I, how can I get the benefit of a particular workout with the equipment I have. With a little creativity, any workout can be scaled to achieve a desired stimulus. Hope this podcast helps you out during this time of limited resources. Guys, I hope you're out there staying safe, staying healthy, staying distant from each other, and hopefully we'll be back soon. Okay, enjoy. Do what you can with what you have where you are. Theodore Roosevelt. What's going on, guys? So, again, we're back to another week, another week of quarantine. Currently, we're all under some sort of house arrest, you know, and we have to make do with what we got. Uh, we're all having to make sacrifices in it in about every aspect of our lives. And this is not ideal. It sucks, honestly. However, it's something that 90% of the world is going through. We are not special in this regard, and we're not dealing with something that no one else is dealing with. In the past couple weeks, I've been asked, you know, how to substitute or scale different workouts, and that's what this podcast is going to be about. Um, The beauty of the sport that we're in is every workout is infinitely scalable with the right imagination. If you can't do pull-ups, you can do ring rows or barbell rows. Both utilize the same pulling muscles. In order to increase the intensity, consider adding some repetitions or adding some weight to those movements. You know, uh, today I did the workout Adam Brown. Um, It requires a 20-pound wall ball to a 10-foot target. Since I didn't have a 10-foot target, I decided to do a 30-pound wall ball to a 9-foot target. If the move requires some kind of hip closing action, you know, Choose an alternate movement that requires the same movement pattern with the available equipment that we have. Instead of toes to bar, consider doing line toes to bar with a med ball between your feet to try to increase the intensity. These are all options out there that can be done. I know a lot of you uh, don't have barbells, you know, all you did was grab kettlebells or dumbbells. Well, clean snatches can all be done with dumbbells and kettlebells. Uh, So can thrusters, so can shouldered overhead, and other weightlifting movements. They can all be done with dumbbells and kettlebells. Is it ideal? No. But you can still get the workouts done. Some workouts, however, require a little bit more imagination and creativity. Um, Today I was asked by somebody about, I can't squat because I don't have a squat rack. So should they do more repetitions with a weight that they can clean and safely bring to their back? That's an option. But there's actually other options out there for you. And the answer may surprise you. Jumping. That's right. I said jumping. Believe it or not, doing various types of jumps can elicit the same neurological response as squats can. The danger, however, is the impact forces that are required. So you have to be a little careful. It's not recommended for beginners or for long periods, but for those of you who are working out for several months, try these different variations out. We're, we should only under, be under quarantine for another couple of weeks. These are, these are options for people that want to get squats in but can't clean the weight or safely bring it to their back rack or front rack. So you can do jumps from your knees onto your feet. You can do jumps from your knees onto your feet with weight on your back or holding in your hands. You can do jumps from your knees onto your feet and directly into a broad jump. 
jumps from your knees onto your feet, and then from your knees, jump onto a box. Excuse me, jump from your knees onto your feet, and then jump immediately into onto a box. You can also do single leg jumps, single leg jumps with weights, seated single leg jumps. You can do seated box jumps, you know, sit down onto a one box and immediately plant your feet and jump onto a higher box. And then finally, there's depth jumps. Depth jumps from a 20-inch box onto a 24-inch box. Depth jumps from a 20-inch box into a broad jump. Now, if you're doing depth jumps, okay, and what a depth jump is, is where you'll stand on a box and you'll step off the box and just fall and using that rebound, immediately jump either into a broad jump or to a box, okay? I would start with a small depth jump, meaning you fall off a 12-inch box or a 10-inch box or whatever the case may be, and then jump onto something small, okay? And using those rebound muscles, jumping onto it. These variations have actually been used by Eastern Europeans and the Russians for decades, but not really found their way into the Western areas of training. And partly, in, in my opinion, is that we've been spoiled on the Western side. We've always had the benefits of gyms. In the Russians and, you know, in the Russian area of the world and the Eastern Europeans, they don't have the money to go to the gyms. They don't always have the money for weights. So utilizing, you know, jumps was actually very, very effective for them. Well, now we're all in that same boat. We don't have this gym. So using depth jumps and jumps onto a box will actually help you keep up your squats, okay, or your squat strength. Other areas that people neglect, you know, and then these are options for you as well, are, you know, areas of gymnastics. If a workout requires chest-to-bar pull-ups and you don't have a pull-up bar or one that has space to consider, you know, consider doing L-sit pull-ups where your legs are extended out in front of you and you do a pull-up that way, okay? The core demands of an L-sit are greatly higher than any kipping motion. Or just try sitting for an L-shape for 20 to 30 seconds. If a workout requires you to do handstand walks, consider attempting to do a handstand for as long as possible. These basic gymnastics movements are often neglected but will pay dividends when we get back to our, you know, our normal routines. In conditioning workouts, there's some, you know, if you are someone who doesn't have an assault bike, consider doing hard 100-meter sprints. Or you can do farmer's walks with odd objects or dumbbells working on core stability. Um, if you're not following Squat University on Instagram or YouTube, he has great options out there for you. You know, doing single-arm farmer's carries requires the tremendous core stability. Um, if you don't have a dumbbell or kettlebells, consider taking a book bag, putting sand in a book bag, and using that to walk down the street. Okay, Those can also be very effective in uh, performance carries. The beauty of strength conditioning is majority of the time we do not need fancy equipment to get the job done. The same strength and performance benefits can be elicited by just changing the movement slightly and adding a little variation. Many times these variations will actually benefit you when you return to the gym as there are areas of strength and stability that you've been neglecting without realizing it. We often falsely assume that because CrossFit Games athletes aren't doing something that we don't need to do that and this couldn't be and honestly that couldn't be further from the truth. If you simply go back to the basics, you will see tremendous benefits. With just a little creativity, any workout can be mimicked. 
with very little equipment and that will go a long way on your fitness journey. Don't forget guys to subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, if you'd like to subscribe to our weekly email, sign up at www.cfdumbercapelab.com. There you can also go to our online store and get some merchandise and help support this podcast. As always, guys, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Hope this helps you out throughout the week, you know, and into next week. And as always, do great things for your country. Have a great day.